At times, our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person. Each of us has cause to think with deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. Albert Schweitzer. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get done. Yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the uh, Lightfoot Halfling Ranger. Hi, I'm Cherok. I try to avoid the heads of our village. My, my name is Tidius. Standing before you is a uh, seven-foot-tall centaur with a mane and a very strong upper body. It's time to go back to Wesloth with leaders and legacies. Joining us this week are Sanjay, yes, Sanjay, Justin, Chris, Rachel, George, Seth, and DM Dave himself, Dave Rockwell. All right, so Thandor, um, describe for us the kind of how you're. Yeah, uh, do, are you sleeping in the main space? Did you go back down to the ritual room um, to catch some these? Where, where are you sleeping, and uh, what the what, what's your your situation there? Thandor would have um, gone off to the ritual room where it's a little bit quieter. Uh, would have probably taken off his armor and just said his prayers and went to sleep. Okay, so yeah, after a, a while of sleeping, one of the things that catches at the edge of, you know, you're in the, in that space in between sleep and REM sleep. Um, you feel like there's a presence in the room with you uh, that is not a member of your party. He'll open one eye and say, who's there? No one and a friend. Andor will sit up at this point and open both eyes. Yeah, you, yeah, roll perception for me real quick. Thirteen. With a 13, you recognize the voice of Phyllis. You know, you, uh, you know, I think, camped out with her one night. Um, you've invoked her name by accident a couple times. Um, and, uh, um, but uh, you know her to be a servant of George. And uh, she says to you, um, I know you must have doubts in a dark moment like this. What can we do to make sure that you are ready for the battle ahead? We need to know what we're up against. We're still in the dark with that. You were up against a fallen angel that uh, will do anything to restore his sister to this world, including undo the binds that you know separate this world from a darker world filled with creatures much more evil than even those they have collected here. Why does he want to do this? To bring Batula back. How do we stop him? We have a very small army. And by small, I mean height stature. Tonight, he will attempt a ritual that uh, he thinks will open the gate between his world and the world beyond, which Petula has gone on to. It, it, it is possible that he can bring her back, but you know, other things will come with her. Does he know this? He does not. Only Jord has you know, let me know that this is a potential danger and that you are one of the few things standing between Talgon and success. What can we do to destroy Talgon? 
Jord would ask that you attempt to salvage him one last time, but if not, you just must not allow him to complete his, his dark ritual. Is he... can he be saved? Any who are among Jord's flock, which all are, can be saved. And the ritual is the same place that we visited earlier? It is, yes. You know, it has to be done at this nexus point. He has collected power from nine of the twelve temples. You know, the, the three that he did not collect from were from angels that he did not wish to return to this world. They were his enemies during their lives. Will you be able to aid us? I will do what I can. Um, there are things that he has set in motion that are more powerful than him, than he himself. I will protect against that. And should something attempt to come through the gate, I you know, will, will attempt to intervene at least for a while till you can join me. Should we stay together or should we split up? You must do what the situation dictates. Follow your heart's trust in your instincts but uh, you know if possible stick together but you know circumstances may dictate that you separate well it's nice seeing you phyllis i hope to speak with you again after today you are you are a wondrous wondrous you know, man sandor um good luck to you and good luck to all of us in the, the parts we must play and at, at that point, you realize that, uh, you know, you were asleep for this whole conversation, um, but it feels as real as any conversation you've ever had in your entire life. Okay. Um, where are the rest of you all? Well, I, cause I just finished baking treats for the party. I'm finishing cleaning up in the, the kitchen they gave me access to and basically going to go lie down wherever I plop my equipment. So, um, okay, is anybody else near you know, or been helping Stanton? Uh, Corin's been sitting with Stanton, but Corin knows better than to attempt to cook. Yeah, Nandu has been kind of watching all of this and probably sitting with you, uh, Corin. <laughs> and, you know, so he's like, ah, so uh, you can see when you're in animal form, but not when you're in, the, uh, shall we call it Corin form? Correct. Um, which uh, state of being do you prefer? I don't really see them in different states of being. It's just me. I use whatever tool is necessary at the time. Ah, very good. So you are like Nandu. You are you all the time. Um, but uh, yeah, you take different forms. Sometimes there is grouchy Nandu. Sometimes there is friendly Nandu. And sometimes there is very suspicious of Cherok Nandu. So the, the only time I would say you might want to be careful, I get a little confused when I turn into my elephant self. So... Uh, Ooh. That, that that's one you might want to avoid but otherwise any of the other animals I do it's just me I just have fur or scale very interesting I will have to do that uh, um, yeah, or yeah uh, see that I guess uh, uh, I'm not uh, a uh, druid such as yourself I'm a community leader and a well guy I, I will I'm sure you'll see it soon enough um, well, I guess uh, it's been nice sitting here with you. Uh, I guess I should see what's up. Uh, um, you know, people uh, seem to be getting prepared, and I know the hour is getting late. Um, yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, I guess I will leave you. Jarek, uh, yeah, um, report in if anything changes. And, you know, he says, that. Hey, are you asleep or awake at this point, Jarek? Uh, I, I was actually uh, talking with uh, my scouts who were out patrolling. 
while we were resting. Okay, so yeah, you hear that kind of coming from the other direction. I try my best to ignore and then do it as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, the hour's getting late. Everybody's you know gotten a proper amount of rest. Um, Thandor, are you guys are you going to come straight up? Are you going to take some time to you know freshen up, or are you going to pass along your uh, um, words from on high? Yeah, he's going to rush up to everybody when he wakes up, puts his armor on, gets ready. Um, he smells the cinnamon bun, so he's going straight for that. And then once everybody's gathered, he'll tell them what he heard. Okay, um, so yeah, you get up there. Um, let's see, uh, roll, uh, um, everybody roll a 1d20 to see who is seen first by Thandor. Two. I'm kind of just sitting in the corner just watching Sam. 16. Sanjay, you were a four? <laughs> I'm a one. I'm one, okay. Uh, traditional Sanjay roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, I guess, George, you're the one who's seen first. Um, yeah, yeah, Sanjay, you're almost invisible. <laughs> so that'll be good for the coming fight. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Stanton, Stan, are you asleep right now? Uh, I rested a little after I, after I yeah, made the made the treats. Uh, not very restless sleep because, of course, realizing Ant is, Ant was running around. Now, of course, Ant has been waylaid uh and currently with my brother trenton so he, he sent a note after you know he told he told um uh, corin i believe that he could escape on his own not to worry about him and then he got it got it got loose sent a note with the cobalt and uh he's he's in the wind <laughs> right now which doesn't help things considering what the last you know several interactions have been it's you know right, so uh you're, you're just prepping so you see sandor um, you know, heading towards you. Which would you, uh, I guess I'll let you guys uh, see each other and decide how to move forward. Good morning, Stanton. I have some stuff to tell the party. Great. Here, have a cinnamon bun. Thank you. Uh, you'll like these because these are, uh, in this case, this will give us, this will give you five temporary hit points to get get ready for whatever may come our way today. Extra special. Morning, Thandor. Good morning. Is everybody else here? Fezzik, are, are you there or did you wander off somewhere else? Yeah, Fez, let's just say for argument's sake, Fezzik, wander off to make some coffee to go with the buns I just finished. There we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're wandering in with coffee. Sandor you know, apparently uh, has some things he'd like to talk to you all about. Sandor, <laughs> I'll turn it back over to you. I had a dream last night and Phyllis came to me. It felt like she was in the room, but no one else was there. She says that Talgon will be bringing Petula back. That is his main goal. And he's going to have a ritual tonight to do it. Um, but what he doesn't know is other things will be coming through with her if he's successful. Um, Jord wants us to try to save Talgon, that he doesn't know what is going to happen. And she'll be there to help us if he is successful. But our job is to try to stop it and let him know what he can bring back is not what he wants to bring back. Will he believe us? I don't know. We'll try. And then three, he's going to try bringing back three of the other angel, or nine of the other angels. Three of them, he is not bringing back. Does he not like the other three? No. Nope. They are sworn enemies. Oh. You know, all followers of Jord, but not people that uh, Taldan or Batula were friendly with. Hmm. So, you know, as Sandor finishes saying that, you feel the entire um, ground around you because you are in a cave shake um some stones do come loose a murmur of excitement and worry and concern 
seems to sweep over the camp. And even far away in the other side of the cave, you know, you can all hear Nando. I think it has begun. Mm. And, you know, suddenly you start to hear all kinds of uh, horns. Now, it is about probably somewhere, you know, between 9.30 and 10 o'clock at night, probably closer to the 10 o'clock side. Um, you know, uh, so it, it is dark out, you know, uh, uh, above. What would you like to do? We need to decide what we're going to do. How well. Yep. And so, yeah, the things you know that are going on up there is uh, there are, you know, celestials that are helping Talgon prepare for um, a ritual that he has gathered an army more um, so that he can draw power from them, but also to protect him during the ritual. Um, but that, you know, it's almost as if, you know, the ritual is as much of a show um, for stealing power as it is for, um, you, know, uh, you know, the purposes that Talgon is putting it, uh, you know, to. Canton's uh, brother is up there, you know, caught in the trap that he's caught in. Corin, you know, with his mission to go straight after <laughs> uh, Talgon. Not really a mission so much as just concerns of what may happen. Yep. And there, there are probably other enemies and, and, and creatures and things that you have met before. But uh, you hear all this, just this thunderous uh, shaking of the ground as if whatever, you know, has, you know uh, is going to happen, you know, has begun to uh, unfold. That didn't feel good. We got to figure this out fast. Yeah, it sounds like they're trying to pull, they're trying to pull ritual up again. So Marcus and Hazash and, uh, you know, Tidius, all, you know, they have been working and, and uh, they, they're going to be supporting different units of Cobalt. Uh, Where's Harrington? Harrington, um, he, he is well, you know, he is nearby, but he will also be uh, supporting a, you know, a, a unit. Um, so uh, what you, you know, do know is that, uh, you know, that each of them will try to stay near whatever entrance that, that they, they've got until, you know, additional power is needed. Um, so that you should be able to communicate with them telepathically if they're nearby for those that have that power. But uh, everybody is waiting directions from your group because you all seem to be the most experienced with uh, this kind of thing and the enemy that's at hand. Do we get the sense that the enemy is more focused on making sure the ritual happens or are they more concerned about making sure that the the place we're hiding or they're staying right now is currently des- destroyed or taken out of service. Um, they're more focused on the ritual happening. They okay. really show no interest in, in as long as you have not tried to, you know, which you have, <laughs> um, you know, um, they, they're going to do their best to keep things from coming out of the entrances they know about. Okay. They're, they, you know, they're not going to waste time and energy coming down in to root you out. So all we need to do is disrupt the ritual again. It seems to be working for you so far. But actually, you haven't disrupted the, the ritual um, in progress. <laughs> you think tonight it will act. We prevented it from happening. And we, you know, but yeah, at this point, we showed them where the hole. We showed them where the holes in their plan previous were, and they probably have dressed those. So we have to then figure out what the next steps are and how to stop those. From what we've seen of what we've destroyed previously, we know there's going to be an altar. There's going to be a ritual sacrifice of some great powerful creature. Um, and that then in turn will force the gate open that would allow all sorts of bad stuff to come th- flowing through. So we know we can destroy the altar. We just need to figure out what's going to get sacrificed this time, how to prevent that from getting sacrificed, 
And if there's anything special in the ritual that by our very action or stopping them saying words can stop the ritual from happening. So, yeah, again, the ground thunderously shakes. But this time, um, it almost sounds like the word Thandor is, you know, underneath the uh, sounds of of the uh, ground shaking. Hmm. That sounded like it was my name. Who underground is calling your name? Someone trying to pick a fight? Roll up in fight. Who? Everyone or just Thandor? Um, anybody who'd like to be insightful. (laughs) Or attempt to be insightful. Uh, I'm still cleaning flour up. I roll a five. Twenty-six. Twenty-four. I wonder if we can get our giant friends to start throwing rocks down from the top of the mountain. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Twenty-four. We got someone who's insightful. I got twenty-six. He's here. Yeah. Fezicus, as usual, not insightful self. Two people are insightful then. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> you haven't had your first cup of coffee yet. Here, use the... <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Use it here. Take the bond, drink your coffee, five temporary hit points. So, Sandra, what did you roll? 26. Yeah, when you're 26, the other part of what you hear is Sandor show yourself, you know, is, is underneath that thrumming of the ground. It's a challenge. Or she died. Okay. Is the other thing that you what is it? What did you say, Dave? I said, you know, what you hear in the thrumming is Sandor show yourself. And then the next set of thrumming, you know, uh, with the earth shaking is, or she dies. Phyllis? I'll relay relay that to everyone, and I say, we need to go look. We need to go out there and see what's going on. And I grab Thandor before he can walk out. We got to decide what we're going to do first. She will die. Which she? Is it Phyllis? Yes. You're honest, at least. (laughs) That's what he believes. That's what what Thandor believes. If we want to destroy the altar, how are we going to do it? What does that look, Corin? <laughs> well, there are a number of different ideas going through my head. Um, okay, what are you thinking? Well, I'm just trying to figure out uh, a couple of minor details in this. Um, the first of which is, was the altar ever really part of the equation? Does he really need the altar, or was that just for the dragon once? Good question. Yes. And so as you're you know, posing that question, the ground again shakes. Can we can we have this discussion while we're walking? Thandor is going to quaff the potion of swiftness. <laughs> so he's walking like a regular human. The rest of us are running behind him. <laughs> well, he's only at thirty-five now. So, <laughs> so Thandor Thandor's going to start jogging there. Yep. So which entrance are you going to go out? Are you going to go out the secret entrance? You're going to go out the main entrance? Oh, I'll go out. How, what's closer? They're about equidistant. It just puts you inside the mountains. The other one will put you out on the plains, heading towards the. I'm going to go out the main entrance. I'm going to drink my my potion of swiftness as well. I'm going to go out the main entrance because I'm not going to give up the secret one. Okay. Yep. So yeah, at that point, uh, Hazash and Tidius and a few of the others start to take their uh, folks towards the secret exit, um, seeing that your your party, the main party, and yeah. You know, uh, um, Sherrick, you and your group, you probably have, you know, not only your two two main scouts, but an additional nine kobolds um, you know, with you in your in your group. So yeah, you'll be accompanying Fandor and his group. Yeah. 
right, so uh, I guess give me a marching order for heading up towards the surface. Um, Dandor's gonna go front. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Fezzik's going second. Fezzik's second. Corrin's just bringing up the rear because I'm not using a wild shape yet, and I'm at 25 feet per. Oh, all right, then I'll, I'll go right behind Fezzik. That makes you third, I guess, so... Uh... And I guess, uh, Sherrick, you and your crew are going to be in the middle? Yeah, me and my crew will be right behind. Are any of you guys going to try to stack together to make a giant warrior? What, three kobolds in a trench coat? Was this Icewind Dale? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> go, Captain Planet! Warm the twins, activate! There we go, sorry. Our powers combined. Um. <laughs> See, George went to George went to Icewind Dale. I went to a bad Muppet movie, right? <laughs> it takes about a half hour, maybe a little bit longer, um, even with the uh, the speed to get up top. Um, you eventually uh, pass through the Nandorian. Nandu, um, you know, had followed you up there. Good luck. Um, yeah, I will steal the entrance, and yeah, he points towards the six guards. <laughs> He's actually going to have roll uh, stone in the way. Um, yeah, knock three times. When you come back. As we get closer to the surface and eventually leave, does the does the ground pounding and the, the call for Thandor get louder, or does it disappear once we're on the surface? Um, it continues, I guess, Thandor, if you would like to try to respond to it, uh, you, you know, there... He's going to, after like the second time when he starts, he goes, I'm coming! <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, yeah, let me see. Uh... Okay, it is heard. <laughs> as you, you know, as you utter those words, the thrumming stops. Um, but uh, you know, as you uh, enter to the valley, you see you know, like an army with its eyes turned towards you, um, floating mid-air in the middle of the, uh, the the gateway of the gods is Talgon. You know, he's levitating up there, and he's like. I could not uh, do this ritual without you here to watch. You've tried to disrupt it, but we are ready. And you will not be able to stop it this time. And at this point, um, you, know, you may know my sister, Karen. Karen? Karen. Karen? Karen, yes. Yeah. And Thandor, you remember Karen was the, uh, the you know, you met her while the others were all fighting the, the, the um, yeah, to free Phil, I guess it was. <laughs> yes. I do know her. She apparently gave you warning and tried to, you know, to uh, turn to your side. So I thought I would return the favor and put her life in peril um, to make sure that uh, you did not try anything funny or, uh, shall we say, clever. Talgon, there is no side. What you're trying to do will bring destruction to this world. You not think that I have searched for many years, yeah, in fact, hundreds of years to figure out how to bring my sister back. She's been gone too long and her spirit fades not only from this world, but from all worlds. If I do not do it now, she will never be able to return to this world. There has to be another way we can bring Petula back. This is not the way. There is another, there has to be another way. You're just blind, the other truth. What truth would that be? What you're doing will bring a great evil to this world. How far away are they, Dave? Uh, yeah, by the time you come out of the cave and are kind of working there, probably about two, 200 yards. So this is thaumaturgy, if you've ever heard it, um, being used to send this booming voice down. And, you know, um, and magic probably used to be able to hear you as well. So, you know, it's being carried to everyone, you know, valley. And there's armies. Is the armies preventing us from walking further down? 
you think that they would clear out of your way to uh, let you walk down closer? Yeah, I'm going to walk to the... So I'm taking it, Karen's down at the altar, right? Yes, you would assume so. Yeah, because yeah, that's where they had been holding um, Balanox. No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep walking towards the altar, and I'm gonna keep talking to Talgon and saying, "Let us discuss this at the altar." Okay. Yeah. Approach, fool. Um, so he lets you walk forward. Um, Corin Balanox sends you a, a a psychic message of like, and you know he's a dragon. He can pick 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 up. Uh, you know. Phil and not Phil. Not not at the same time, of course, but... <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, but just in case anyone was curious where Balanox was and what he was up to. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Army Park says you all walk forward. Um, you see on, you know, on all sides of you, um, at, at least within the mountains, it looks like, you know, you haven't seen any of these so far. This side seems to be mostly filled with goblins and, you know, a, a few priests that uh, are controlling zombies. Can I do an insight check to see whether, which is more important, the altar or the gateway of the gods? Like, based on the positioning of the priest, the Talgon, which location seems more important? Sure. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> hey, uh, insight. Uh, 23. Yeah, so with the 23, you would think that the, what's most, yeah, the altar is purely decorative. It is to give an effect. Um, in fact, with your 23, you really feel like all of this is setting up an image. And uh, that, uh, give me an arcana roll, I guess. Yeah, that would. Three. <laughs> not, not you, but yeah. Uh, I would allow you to ask uh, somebody nearby in the group uh, to, to see what they said. Hey, Charak. I'm not feeling that this altar really has anything to do with what's about to happen. What are your thoughts? Okay, so should I do an arcana roll? Yes. Yikes. Nine. All right, so something feels odd, but you can't put your finger on it either. Yeah, I don't get, I, I don't get a good feeling about this either. You have other magic users around. Um, Thandor, Fazek, you guys getting any impressions from this altar that we've now burned, shredded? They keep setting it back up again. And setting up faster than you would think that they could. No, but the altar is not my objective. I just want a meeting place near Karen. 18 for Fezzik. Anybody up going? I'm looking at what I've got in terms of primeval awareness, and basically we already know that there are aberrations, celestial dragons, elemental fades, fiends, or, or undead within a mile of us, so I'm not... Not as many as you would think, George. <laughs> I don't get a... That's the point. I don't get a number. I get a yes-no statement. So, yeah, Fe Fezzik, um, yeah, your 18 would allow you to know... Yeah, you sense a lot of illusory magic in the area. Like, if something's not... There are armies and monsters and things here, but something's not adding up. Not nearly as many as there appear to be. Am I feeling like the footsteps, the footfalls of the creatures around us? Um, you're feeling yes. Um, yeah. Give me a give me a uh, insight roll. They're not insight uh, perception. That's same thing. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. You. you you get the feeling that uh, maybe half as many of the, the, the creatures as your friends are seeing are actually there. Hmm. Huh. How many 
how much do you see around us? Because they the it feels kind of sparse. Like I expected a much larger army around us. To be honest with you guys, this looks pretty big. There aren't many people here, or at least they're not stepping on the ground. Fezzik looks up to the sky. <laughs> what do you mean you don't feel many people? They're all moving around. I don't feel people. I don't feel any steps on the ground. Hmm. Or at least I not many. Not many. Can you tell how many? So, so I'll, let me just look around and give you a general head count of what I see. Yeah, give me a guesstimate. I, I start doing a count guesstimate on my side as well. Fezzik would think you see probably thousands of creatures. Like, it's a, it's a sea. I mean, you know, the picture, like a mosh pit, but it, instead of being filled with, like, punk rockers, it's filled with, you know, goblins. He's <laughs> at the... You know, death priests, all kinds of you know nas- nasties. Um, but you know, it's it basically they've made a corridor for you to get through. But otherwise, yeah, you know, this area appears to be shoulder to shoulder filled with you know baddies. You could barely see a a blank spot. Like there are thousands and thousands of bad guys here for us to kill. Well, I mean, granted, there are only like sixteen of us, but. <laughs> I can tell you now, I, I only feel hundreds, not thousands. So how do we figure out who's real and who's not? I think it's focusing on the big picture. It's looking at Talgon and what's directly around him. Everything else is commentary. How far away do those footsteps feel, Corian? Like, do they feel like they're close to us? I mean, like, literally I can reach out and just touch these guys. Dave, I, I mean, I assume they're like one out of every four people or five people is. Yeah, one out of every three is there. Right. So they're they're fairly close. You know, you do feel the breath of some of them, and you can kind of you know, you know, sense their weapons, you know, kind of being ready, you know, for some of them. Um, but you know, now that you're kind of you know aware that there's this inconsistency, you know, it does make you wonder whether some, you know, like some of the illusions that you're seeing, if they're real or not, and in fact, you begin to question that most of them are probably, at least two out of three of them are not real. I'd say, based on what I'm feeling, Fezzik, that probably one every four or five feet is a real person. Wow. So whatever illusion, illusionist they've got going here, he's a good one. Or multiple. Or multiple. There just seems to be way too many for a single. Yeah. Who are they trying to impress? Us, because we are that good. Or are they trying to distract us? That's a depth downer. <laughs> no, we, we we know where the, we know where the big bad we know where the big bad evil guy is. It's it's ahead of us. We we don't need the you know. Could it be trying to impress the other armies that are sitting on the fence, like uh, you know Trenton's wishy-washy halfling army? Yes, I call my brother Wishy-Washy. Then, or how close have you gotten as you've walked down this trail towards Talgon? I don't know, but these people have been talking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, how, I guess, how far away from uh, Talgon do you stop, I guess? Is, I, I, is he at the altar? He's floating kind of like a, a, as if he's levitating in the middle of the gateway of the gods. So he's probably about... 50 feet up. Before we get there, I just want to confirm the geography that we're in. So the gateway of the gods, the altar is set up at the base of it, and it's just this giant stone arch, right, that goes into the 
to look through the the, the the altars on the far side of it set up facing the armies that you have made your way through that you know to be much uh, um, more of a threat uh, <laughs> um, because you've actually interacted with them. Um, but uh, do we see, do we see Karen? Do you see Karen? You do see uh, 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 an angelic figure that uh, does seem to be you know glowing blue, like she's you know kind of being held by uh, um, you know I guess some of, some of the uh, celestial uh, angels that uh, um, had been helping to set this up um, at the base of it of the altar or the base of the the base of the altar yeah so so basically right next to it i mean she's taller than the altar <laughs> dandor's gonna go to about 30 feet in front of them in front of karen so are you gonna pass under talgon because you would you know he, he's probably 40 feet 50 feet uh, away from the altar so you know you're gonna pass under him um he's about 50 feet from the altar you said yeah 50 feet away and about 50 feet up yeah, I'll stop almost like a foot from where he's at and ask him to come down. All right, and at that um, uh, you know, moment, he utters the word pain. And uh, Fandor, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Not nice, Calvin. Constitution saving throw. Um, eighteen. I did it. <laughs> no, he did not. Unfortunately. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. At a DC of nineteen, so you are suddenly find yourself racked with pain. Um, if you are able to move, um, see, or actually, how many how many hit points do you currently have? Um, 93 plus 5, 98. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you're, you're crippled with pain. Um, you feel like maybe um, if we went into combat, you could move 10 feet at a time, tops. Um, but that you would, you know, have to deal with the pain the entire time. And, you know, um, at this point, you hear Talgon above you saying, Did you think I would be foolish enough to let you just stop me because you say to be a nice person? I didn't say I was here to stop you. I was here to talk to you. I'm curious, what is Talgon wearing? That's a good question. What, you know, her perception, I guess. 25. All right, with a 25, the face is spot on with this. Um, but, uh, you know, it does not look like the outfits that you've seen Talgon in before, where he had the armor up top, you know, uh, um, white flowing robes, that kind of thing. Uh, this seems to be darker robes. Um, and... Uh, uh, Fezzik, give me a perception roll as you're watching all of this. 23. you your 23, those robes aren't uh, robes you would associate with Talgon. Those robes are ones that you would associate with Alton. Guys, that's Alton. Not Talgon. You know, he just continues to laugh as, as Thandor rolls around in pain. Um, or I guess describe what you're doing, because like you, know, you are feeling your body racked with pain. What what, what would you be doing, um, Sandor? He is just in a squatted position, dealing with it, but making sure that his friends are okay. And as much pain as you're in, you do not feel like you are taking damage. Which um, you, know, you think if you can shake this off, you would uh, not necessarily recover instantaneously, but that you, know, you would be able to get back into a fight fairly easily. 
Um, at this point, you can all see that the army is starting to close in a little bit around you. And um, at this point, yeah, I guess anybody who would like to from the main party, roll me a perception. Nat 20 for a 29. Good roll. 15. 26. 21. Okay, so... Okay, 21. All right, so the 29 is definitely our best, especially with the natural 20. Corn, you begin to feel that, like, you know, energy is attempting, you know, the air feels like it's almost trying to suck power from everybody around you. Um, you know, and with your perception and your hearing from the air, yeah, you know, I assume you're near Thandor, correct? Probably almost shoulder to shoulder with him. That is it. That's pretty, yeah, pretty close. So you hear coming from the area of the altar, and yeah, you know, this only comes from your you know, time with the Grove um, that you were with originally. That yeah, you know, they had very powerful magic. You hear what sounds like somebody beginning a you know, ritual to cast a wish spell. As we approach the end of the year, I wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who has participated in the podcast and really made it, you know, special this year. We, you know, have had both Sanjay and Justin appear in episodes. We've uh, also uh, had uh, a lot of support from a lot of different people. I definitely want to give a shout out to our number one patron, Steve Geist. As always, you're awesome and amazing. Um, Hopefully you saw our shout out (laughs) or a couple shouts out uh, during our live stream. We're hoping to do a little bit more live streaming in the coming year. So, um, you know, we hope you'll all, you know, enjoy the end of season one. And as we transition into season two, really embrace kind of the new formats and really, you know, get interactive with us. Um, we'd love to have you, um, you know, in the audience every week as we post new episodes. Um, last two are going to be pretty amazing. We've got, uh, you know, just a couple more to go in season one and that's a wrap now all the fun little bits check the show notes down below to find out about our webpage leadersandlegacies.com our patreon site where you can support us for as little as i believe three dollars and you get rewards for doing so also check out our t public store that's t public slash leaders and legacies also follow us on twitter for all the latest and greatest and one thing i did want to add this week is that if you're interested in actually playing some DD with me i'll be dming a public game under the uh, handle dave and uh, that's tuesday nights starting october 4th we'll be going into dragon heist um, the Waterdeep adventure by wizards of the coast and that's on startplaying.games See the show notes below to find out how to sign up for that. We are not affiliated with Wizards of the Coast or the Boy Scouts of America, although we do highly recommend both organizations as your life will vastly improve with both of them in it. Our show art was created by Jenna Vincent. Our show logo was created by Catherine Evans. Additional art is licensed from Shutterstock.com. 
Music is licensed from soundstripe.com. And never forget to remember... Tandor, show yourself. Dude, come on up. Really, we need you to you know, get up here to the surface so we can kind of let the blood lay out.